up over me. I will probably still do that. Haven't you noticed after all these these, these podcasts, I still yeah, do that? I, do I get so excited. I'll go to this. Athletes, listeners, viewers, welcome to one-on-one live with Coach Blue. Um, hope that you can join us today. We've got some awesome topics to discuss today, specifically about Addict to Athletes' 10-year anniversary. Marissa, we've been doing this for 10 years. That's, that's one decade. One decade. Yeah. We've been married for two decades and one year. Yep. And we've been doing this. For been a doing long. this for a long time. I want to hear from you guys out there. Submit your questions uh, through the instant messaging, through Zoom platform here. Um, shoot, get on live, and we'll put you on the podcast so you can uh, you can talk about what what you've felt, what you've experienced, what you've seen over the last ten years with Team Addict to Athlete. Doesn't matter if you joined yesterday or if you were there uh, on day one. I'd love to hear some of your stories about how Addict to Athletes impacted you, how you felt um, it's helped you grow, all that kind of stuff. So what was that? I, that sounded like a banshee or some kind of scary demon from beyond the, beyond the grave. Turned on my sound for a second. That's Sorry. awesome. Um, but before we get going, let's chat a little bit about uh, thanking our, our Patreons. You guys are rock stars. Um, we'll be doing another Patreon uh, a post probably today or tomorrow for you guys because um, it's uh, it's our way of giving back to you for contributing to Team Addict to Athletes Patreon Foundation. It helps us spread this, this message further. It helps yes. us get things that we need in place so that we can grow our chapters, so that we can extend these podcasts, and so that we can help turn the mess of addiction into the message of sobriety. Helps us pay for these platforms and the equipment and time and... Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with our super fans, shall we? Go ahead. Our super fans want to thank the Warrior Within podcast and personal development by Sensei KP, Coach Tara Butson, Brett Frew, Coach Chris Williams, Scott Foster, the Foster family, um, Holly Davies, and Jerem Thurston. Thank you. Thank you, guys Thanks, and gals, guys. so much. It helps so much. Um, yeah. Again, super fans, you guys, you guys are backbones. Thank We're you. We're so appreciative. The rookies, we've got Joe Jackson, Earl Dyer, Kenny Roseman, and Josh Hansen. All of which, except for Joe, is running uh, this weekend for Team Addict Athlete's birthday. We got Earl, Kenny, and Josh yep. all ready to run, uh, celebrate ten years. I bet Joe will be doing something to celebrate with us. Absolutely, he will. Over in England, I'm looking forward to. It. Earl signed up for the half. Yeah, but he's he thinks he's injured. Oh no! Our our relay over the weekend. He was going going hole on that one. Well, too. and he did something yesterday. He thinks he made a pull, may have pulled a muscle. So I don't know. Well, he's on the softball team too, so they might be low a man for the game tonight. Oh man, um, they're going for yeah, it. Yeah, that's so, wild. Earl, take care of yourself. Earl, take care of yourself, man. Put it on ice. We got the pro levels. We got Selena Armitage and Gary Thurston. Thank you so much, pro level subscribers. Thank you. Our championship level subscribers, Shad and Freya Robinson and the whole Robinson family, Tracy Whitby and Ron and D Loesch. And Ron and D, guess what? Your stuff arrived. We're going to get this in the mail Your today Patreon for you. Your Patreon finally, finally I'm came. Sorry. That, it's the gold color. Yeah. It's the, a funny thing. The gold color that we added to our logos is causing a delay in. Um, production. I, who would have thought that gold coloring would have been? It's because it's 
gold. It's, it's the gold. Best, so well, and it here's just the takes thing, a little longer. Right? Next year, this Patreon, it, it changes. This whole logo thing yeah. changes. This is the only time you'll be able to get the original. So yeah. you still have time to jump on patreon.com slash addict to athlete. Pick a tier that helps you. Um, as little as $2 a month will get you the, all the bonus episodes. Anything beyond that opens you up to a whole bunch of other, uh, I guess, perks and, and features, right? Yes. Awesome. Um, Marissa, any happenings on the website that the listeners should be aware of? Oh my goodness. I, I have added a page just for resources with podcast blogs, things for family members of those who struggle with addiction. So um, I've been trying to compile them. So it's just easier to really everything on our podcast on our website, I think is beneficial to both those seeking recovery as well as family and friends, you know, of a loved one and want to educate yourself more, learn a little more. How do you communicate, not enable all those things, but I've been just trying to pull those a little bit more together for you to make it a little easier to find. So please pass that along. Perfect. So there, there's some questions and we're going to jump right in. We also on the website, Mm. we have a new limited edition 10 year logo that we just, Oh, right. Um, It's amazing. It's awesome. We will have a few of them at our birthday party on Saturday, but they are already live in our team store. So Hmm. you can get on and get them ordered if you would like a 10 year limited edition shirt. They're pretty cool. Really cool. That will not be up for very long. Um, Part of it is because we want it to be that, that limited edition. Um, because uh yeah it's it's a it's an amazing thing 10 years and uh yeah. Josh Hansen thank you so much for helping us with our um our logos and whatnot and it really is 10 years of a champion and that's kind of the theme for the for this last decade um so yeah jump on there check it out yeah they're you've cool. got some good there's other logos good t-shirt on there too, too which mm-hmm. I like it's the it's one a you tri blend that's really soft and comfortable. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. So check it out. Addictathlete.org and then go over to the team store. Uh, is it under extracurricular or is it just on the, I have it under both. Okay. And then we have a women's cut and a men's cut. All so right. get yeah. on and order. Right on. Okay. Well, let's jump into this. Marissa, we got, I have a couple questions here that happened a while ago, but they were, I was saving them for this, this episode because not only is it 10 years of team addict athlete, but it's also our 200th episode of this podcast. All at today. Once. today. I mean, I don't think the worlds could have aligned better to have this happen. Wow. We didn't even plan it. You know what's funny is you know, since we've been increasing because of the the host through through our Patreon, we can mm-hmm. increase our podcast and, and increase our, our our bandwidth, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to 200 pretty quick, it seems. Yeah. I think it was in August of last year that we let's see hit 200. Well, we went, hit 100, 100 in like October. October, okay. But yeah, in August, we started doing two podcasts a week. And I think September or October, we started three podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we've caught up from, you know, we started doing this in 2018, 2017, 2017. Well, we started before that aren't all on iTunes, yeah. but all the iTunes ones, I think maybe 2017. And then boom, we've flown, but it's been when we got organized it was it was eric moon his podcast that was first yes, eric to the was moon. Our, our first our first podcast when we started getting serious about leaning into it and um since then we've had we've had a, we've had so many cool guests and and more to come uh you yeah. guys can look forward oh, in the next goodness. couple of weeks hearing from christy long who is a a long time a long time friend 
long. There you go. Yes, she is. She was in here and, and uh, oh my gosh, what a powerful story. Great story. She just celebrated 15 years in recovery. Congratulations, Christy. Um, she doesn't go into it a lot in her thing, but she, yeah, she struggled for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then um, she lost her husband to suicide yeah. on Halloween, which just added to her struggle with yeah, addiction. And that's a hard and, one because that's a, oh that's a holiday gosh. that the kids love, but it turned mm-hmm. into this, this sad thing for many years. Horrible. And do you remember what she said, what she did to erase and replace? Yeah. She runs now, I'll get emotional. She now runs the uh, haunted half with team addict athlete and mm-hmm. um, with, with her kids each year on Halloween, because yeah. that's when they do it. And that has helped them kind of. And that's you know, something she's only started maybe four years ago, five mm-hmm. years ago. And that she just, even when she quit using substances, she still struggled with Halloween. She still struggled with the trauma of that. And she says that, you know, being able to run like that has really blessed her to yeah. be able to work through that trauma. Yeah. And so she, so she's coming on. We spoke with a, a minor league baseball player yesterday who is an, is an Ironman triathlete now. Oh my gosh. Corey his, Harrington. His podcast coming up will be. You guys will really. Phenomenal. It'll blow you away. That I one will blow you so away. So impressed. And on this Friday, we're we're speaking with 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 Farham, Parham um, Nimatola. I yeah. think is how to pronounce it. We've met him when we were down in California a couple of weeks ago. Um, well, we met him online, but we then we got him, to we meet found him online and TikTok with Doctor B. Yeah, Doctor B. But then we got to meet him in person while we were down in Huntington Beach and get a tour of his facility and his outpatient program. And oh my gosh, his, his philosophy, the things he believes are phenomenal, let alone is he's he's a mental health therapist, addiction counselor, and he's also in recovery himself. So yeah, coaches, coaches basketball for kids. And, you know, I mean, it's it's a story that I I'm excited to dive into. So we have more guests coming and you, the athletes, um, I want to interview you guys. I want to put you on here. Um, if you're willing and wanting to, because uh, getting back to who we are and how this has helped you is going to be crucial in the future, because as our chapters expand, you guys are the ones that, you know, kind of know the ropes. And so uh, getting your stories out there, too, would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. I look back we at Holly a and, and the fuse that we've done mm-hmm. of the athletes. Um, wow. Positive stuff. So, yeah, check out I mean, 200 episodes. This is it. 200. 200. I mean, I don't know. I was kind of a little bit nostalgic this morning when I was going through a few photos and things, looking about how all this stuff started. And, and, uh, you know, we've talked about it a lot about, you know, some of the challenges that we faced when we first started Addict to Athlete. One of the things you and I noticed is that it's hard to explain what Team Addict to Athlete really is because it goes beyond the recreation. It goes beyond some of the, the sports and stuff mm-hmm. that we do. And it turns into this support team, this team. Um, and COVID has really, you know, kind of spun us for a loop. Yeah. Um, it's kind of gotten things out of, out of, uh, I don't know, out of repetition. And so yeah. we're still trying to find our legs. Um, we're starting to slowly, but surely do that. And, you but know, we've also added to the program a lot on the other side, like even this one-on-one with coach blue and having some more online resources because of COVID. So things have changed and are different. Um, they have but to, we've also, they kind of have yeah, to be right. But we've also expanded in other ways that we didn't ever think were you know, on the route, when we are, oh, we first started, we began just as a community support group, free community support group, alternative to a 12 step meeting. And now we do, yeah, individual family counseling, and it's not just addictions, mental health. Mm-hmm. We do this online 
resource that you guys can call in and submit questions, get help. We do three podcasts a week. We, we have certified sober coach certified training. Sober coach training Certification. So that if you want to expand addict to athlete to your neighborhood, contact us. We'll get you trained and help you get that started. We have several coaches that have been certified in that, that have opened up their own businesses, mm-hmm. um, personal training people and doing yeah. it with, with the philosophy and the recovery coaching, the, yeah, recovery coaching and uh, athletic training. So um, you know, that that's out there. We are still like plowing the field with the, uh, the online recovery program yep. that we're excited to be launching here very soon. We'll have our core communication stuff on there. It'll have a family system track where families can learn how to, how to, uh, I guess, help their family heal. They yeah. themselves can can heal. And then we'll have an individual track for the person in recovery that will have a lot of online resources, but also uh, like we call it the coach's office time where it'll be yeah. one-on-one with myself, with, with Marissa, so we'll group with some of our other coaches if they then, want to jump on. Yeah, options of individual counseling if so you want to go above that. This program will help people all over um, learn more about addiction, get, get into the mindset of, of recovery. Um, you know, it's, it's hope is to be kind of, uh, I, I guess, a counterbalance to some of the individual therapy that they might be receiving. And, mm-hmm. and we have options for that too in the program. But the cool thing about it is um, it'll be able to be, I guess, welcomed into your heart with a very small amount of monetary investment, yeah. a lot less than what you typically pay for in another setting. And um, I'm kind of fond of our model and I think it works well. And so if we can bring this to you guys at a, at a, at a price point where it's not going to financially like, you know, consume yeah. your family, Absolutely. then that's what we're going to do because. And it will be man. more than just what we bring to our um, weekly meetings. It's mm-hmm. going to be things that you and I have done for years in the clinical treatment center um, or treatment industry with educational groups and educational topics and instruction. And it's going to be, it's, it's it's really good. We're taking our time on it because it needs to be to the quality that, that, you know, we, we want it to be Absolutely. Um, because there's a lot of programs out there you can jump onto. And for a dollar 99 a month, you can get like, you know, some regurgitated, you know, like, you know, 12 step program or something. That's not what we're doing. It's we're creating this all for you. So those are the things over the last 10 years that we've really been able to kind of increase to, to be kind of a, I'm going to say kind of a, a player in, in, you know, this, this active like lifestyle of recovery. And yep. so I look forward to what's coming next, but we couldn't do it on our volunteers. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, there's been, there's been a lot going on in everyone's chapters. And the cool thing about it is if it wasn't for our volunteers all over the state, all over, the country. Yeah. Um, addict athlete would be nowhere that, that it could be. It doesn't make sense. It'd no. be, it'd be like, stuck in the water. We don't have any paid positions. We don't get paid. <clears throat> and what we're able to do because of our volunteers is pretty incredible. It's phenomenal. And so, you know, sometimes there's growing pain. Sometimes there's, there's some frustration, but at the end of the day, it's, we are a team addict to athlete and that's what we do. And so, Hopefully with some of the stuff that we're, we're putting in line that can help bring some more financial stability in, um, all we can do is grow more yeah. and help more. And, you know, there's a lot you can do within the team that I think uh, it would only benefit you, but your community. So it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. So some of these questions, Marissa, are, are kind of cool. One of the one of one that came in, um, it was early in March. 
and I saw it and I'm like, okay, we'll get to it. But then I, I was going through my emails and I found this one again. And okay. um, the, the question revolves around what exactly is team addict athlete? And we could probably spend a hmm. whole four or five shows on this, but you and I have talked about this. Um, we have a video on our YouTube channel that pops up and it's one that uh, Travis Thurston, your cousin yeah. made for us many moons many ago. Many years ago. And uh, if you look at back there, you know, I still had a full head of hair. I was a lot thinner then. And, and uh, a, a spry Jeff, Jeff Smith was yeah. bouncing around and whatnot. Um, we bumped into a guy just this last week who was going to help addict athlete in a few like, ways that uh, was there that very first meeting up in Salt Lake. Oh, that's right. And we were kind of like, holy crap. And then when he's like, wait a minute, that was you guys? I'm like, yeah. He's like, whoa. The addict athlete I see today is still just you two. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yes. Yes. We are not and a all big of our volunteers and coaches. And and yeah. It's all volunteer. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to know what team addict athlete is, um, I bet the only way you're really going to be able to fill the measure of it is to be a part of it. Yep. But how do you go about explaining to someone who sees this video maybe for the first time that says, oh, 200 episodes, 10 years service? What's this and jumps in? What would you say team addict athlete is? Well, on the, you know, the basic level, our mission is to establish and maintain recovery with for individuals and families by promoting lifestyle changes through erasing addiction and negative behaviors, replacing it with things of greater value. So that seems obviously it's a big umbrella. Um, we are not a 12 step program. We believe and support um, that they're all many, many different paths to sobriety and recovery, and they're very different ones. And we support those. Um, we assist those not only with addiction, but also mental health. Um, we focus on the idea that individuals can heal from addiction, that it is not a lifelong sentence, that it is not a lifelong illness mm -hmm. that, you know, that an addict is not who you are. We do not identify as addicts we don't have our athletes identify it may be a part of them but it isn't who they are do you remember when we first started talking about that yeah do you remember the ruffles and the the, the messed up feathers that created holy cow man yeah. that made so many people mad but it made sense to me that yeah. you know the the most powerful statement you can use in the english language or in language in general is oh, i gosh. am and anything that follows that is your truth so if you are an addict, well, that's all you will be. And I know that there's been a lot of efforts to try and normalize that word to try and make it this, you know, um, this, you know, magnanimous kind of like, like statement that it's just, you have an issue, but it still holds a very negative connotation yeah. to it. And so not that you need to ignore that because mm -mm. you need to pay attention, but don't we all like I have never been addicted to substances or, you know, I've never been an ad addiction to gambling, but I have issues and things that I need to be aware of with, you know, my anger, my frustration, my controlling tendencies. Like I've never noticed any of those really? from you. Are you sure? Isn't that weird? But I don't go around and say, hi, I'm Marissa and I am a control freak. No, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I know I have tendencies towards that and i need to be aware of it and yeah. i think all of us do we'll use that common one and right? I, hello i'm blue i'm a diabetic yeah no you're not you have diabetes right yeah I mean, I don't you are have, a person with you know. diabetes yeah. and you can manage that yep and hello i'm need... coach blue and i am colorblind yeah oh really yeah no <laughs> see he is colorblind though yeah but, but that's the thing that's it's, not it's just a who part. he is yeah yeah it's something about him and he deals with it very well yeah very well i learned to dress because of you but that's 
the, the concept of that, I think, really rubs people the wrong way. We've had people really get up in arms over that because they, they want to protect it. And I'm, and I'm fine with that. If, yeah. if, that, if that works for you, yeah. fantastic. But I teach and I hope the athletes understand that what the concept is, is that you don't have to rely on that as a backup in case of a screw up. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's my addiction. No, you can take accountability for that. And then you move on. Yeah. I'm, you know, 25 years now clean. That's Absolutely. insane. Well, and I don't, you but know, I don't when, I, when I struggle with controlling things, I don't say, well, it's because I'm a control freak. Oh, well, you mm-hmm. know, like to me, if I say that I'm excusing that negative behavior, not being accountable to it and accountable to me being a person, you know, me being a mother, me being a wife. Are, those things are way more important to me than I am a control freak. Because mm-hmm. no, I don't want that to be the biggest part of who I am. So yeah. I'm going to be aware of it so that I can address it. Not just, you know, it really frustrates me with a lot of things that people say when they say, well, that's just how I am. That's just who I am. Oh man. Whether it's addiction or anything. We were watching else. a documentary the other day and they kept saying that. And I could, I could see you being oh, like, right. oh, Hate that's it. like a, it is what it is comment. Yeah. I don't know. No, no. Yeah. all behavior is learned, which means behavior can be unlearned. Mm-hmm. If it's a behavior you are talking about, it can be addressed. Right. And many times it can be eliminated. So then what do you think it is then? Because that's one of our foundational parts of the team is that we identify ourselves as more than, mm-hmm. right? Then why do you think so many people need or feel the desire to want to defend that? Do you think it's because they're nervous about what else they could be or that if they say, all right, now I'm this, that that addiction will, will like you know, rear its ugly head and then take over even harder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do I you think, think it's it is? a lot of things. I think it's because that's what they've been ingrained to understand and know and believe. And because maybe the 12 step communities or are, are how they got clean, that they believe that that's what it is by being able to identify as an addict is what helped them. And so if they let go of that, then they may lose their sobriety or their recovery. Um, But Mm. I also, you know, I think a lot of people it's, it's habit it's, it's, and it's not just the 12 step. It is in culture. It is everywhere. Everywhere pushes a lot of this, which I believe is a very negative stigma that needs to be changed. Right. I think it hurts a lot of more, a lot of people more than, it helps. If yeah. it helps you, fantastic. But don't tell someone else that if they don't look that way, that they're wrong. They're wrong. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And it's interesting since we've started 10 years ago, the, the culture shift in the addiction recovery world. I mean, 10 years ago, there weren't things like MAT. There, there you know, legalization of, of many substances wasn't even on the radar. There was a push, but it, it hadn't well, taken hold yet. There was some yet. MAT, but it was not looked... It was hidden. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was kind of non-existent. Well, if you look at even just methadone, that's been out since like the seventies, but that was, it just wasn't mainstream. No. And, and the stigma behind it was enormous. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I've, I've been, I watched some things the other day talking about how many people have lied about who they are or what they do when going to treatment or to um, a fellowship or a support group They've because had to, yeah. they knew that their, the way they were living their life was not incongruent with the rules of the club, I guess you could say. And so to be part, they've lied about it. 
Yeah. Rather than being able to be open and honest about what they're doing and what's helping them. Do you know, I hated, I hated that little period of time. And I don't know because we haven't been in the industry for, for a minute now, but needing to have people come in um, that needed help and then, you know, not being able to do it because they didn't have drugs in their system. Mm-hmm. So literally I've heard of, of programs telling the, their, their potential clients to go out and use. Yeah. Insurance companies, what the f? That's insurance, you saw that yes. that insurance thing. Because that, insurance um, believe I did all of the utilization reviews and for over three years, and that's if insurance companies see that you have a clean um, UA and drug test, they're like, well, you don't need treatment. Then you can do that at home. You just did. Why would we pay for you to go to treatment? Mm-hmm. And which, in some ways, makes sense. Obviously, they're a business and they need to cover themselves. Um, but not when it comes to really the overall health of a, of a person, you know, right. like mostly to the point that I also know some very dirty facilities in, in Florida that are hopefully continuing to get shut down that will go out and find clients and give them substances and keep them I've read in about that. a quote sober home until a bed opens up in treatment. I've, I've read that about that. Is horrifying to anybody who wants to take a deeper dive on that i highly recommend going back and listen to the podcast we did with ryan ward yep. um, it's on youtube and yeah. our podcast ryan is an advocate for the individual seeking help and holds people accountable to the level that i've never seen before oh, he's phenomenal and so much so that a, a close friend of his who was just caught for patient brokering which is a, yep. a big no-no now that I'm still, uh, I'm sure still happens because oh, yeah. if there's money, there's going to be ways people want it. Well, and it, it is, it's sad because it's a longtime friend of his. It's Lindsay Lohan's father, Michael Lohan. You can see it in the news. It's not hard to find, um, was just arrested for mm-hmm. doing this. And he has, you know, Brian has done business with him and thought that he was very on the up and up and, you know, that he disagreed with all of the patient brokering too. And now they're finding out he was being paid, you know, under the table to get clients to certain facilities. And when I hear about that kind of stuff, and this is the thing that we've read about, it just talked about, about Mike. It didn't talk about the treatment facility mm-hmm. that was doing it. So I'm like, so where are the repercussions for that treatment center? That who, was, writing the checks. who was writing the checks because now they got caught. They can't be like, Oh, well, we, we happen to just give this money to him. Yeah. They are just as liable for keeping that Absolutely. going. And so I think that, that the hammer should fall on both. And ends. it's great. Florida is doing phenomenal. They've doing already much arrested better. over a hundred people in the last couple of years who have been doing this patient brokering and Thank heavens they're trying to shut this kind of stuff down. I mean, you don't see, we you and saw, I have had this conversation. Yeah. You don't see somebody that works as a marketer for a hospital going around trying to find patients for the hospital and yeah. saying, hey, if I find, you know, an open heart patient that needs open heart surgery, will you give me a kickback, $5,000? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's happening in residential treatment. This it's is, yeah. not real treatment. This is why I'm seeing the, the, the writing on the wall that that's going to be an obsolete industry soon. And uh, I, I think it'll go medical model. I think you'll do it in hospitals. It'll be controlled more. And I think that um, your programs and individual therapists will get busier outside of residential because it's yeah. not cost effective. They don't have enough regulations. And sadly, in and I think it happens in every industry. I'm Greed sure breeds some pretty nasty stuffs. And I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. And know? it makes it makes sense on on so how. So there's got to be, you know, some oversight to help a 
keep things people in line who can't keep themselves in line when money comes around. Absolutely. You know, and getting back to the way that we view those those things, you know, one of the things I've appreciated over the 10 years is to see the longevity of the core the core folks who who used it, who's using team addict to athlete as just kind of like, you know, their backup that they start living life. Mm-hmm. They use it as a support system. They use it because, Hey, I'm recreating anyway. When I'm with this team, you know, we, we can do this together, solidarity yeah. kind of thing. Um, and we've seen athletes come and we've seen athletes go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been, there's been many times over these 10 years that we've had differences and opinions from, from athletes and whatnot, but the core of it remains the same that like, yeah. we'll always be here. And it doesn't matter if you want to stay involved or if you want to, you know, go go pursue a, a free agent course of recovery. Yeah. That's, that's up to you. And that's what Please. I love about the way that it works. I've said it time and time again, we're lucky in Utah because you have nonprofit and, and community support groups that are competing for your attention. And to me, I'm thinking yeah. that is the coolest it's thing. Just, the more resources, the better. And so I think so. Yeah. It's like find you know, what works for you and mm-hmm and live it more. You know, our biggest focus is positive psychology. It's looking forward. It's not looking back. A lot of our meetings and topics, even here, we don't discuss a lot of the substance use or substance misuse or the addiction and those behaviors. We, we address the stuff maybe that's more underlying, which everyone in the world has, whether it's depression or sadness or heartbreak, trauma, you know, like how do you address that so that you can create better, healthier coping skills for life in general? So that's why we are open to anyone coming to our meetings, not just somebody that's seeking recovery, family, friends, loved ones. You can bring your kids to every meeting. Man, I'll never forget that first year, that very first race we did 10 years on Saturday when they busted out those, those, uh, addict to athlete shirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, are you guys sure? Like, Ooh, geez. You know, yeah. this means you guys are stepping out of, of, of anonymity. We did a deep dive on the anonymity and storytelling on the agents of recovery podcast. Yeah. That's um, a podcast you do with Max Hall and yeah. Bevel. And it's funny looking back at it now, because I was so worried that the repercussions would fall on me because I'm the licensed professional and the funny thing about it was, is that I couldn't talk them out of it. They were like, no, we're proud of this, Yeah, you know? And that to me means more than you'll know about like, you know, people believing enough in what we're doing and what the team's doing to represent it in areas of recreation, of, of family involvement. We've, we've set some interesting high standards that really kind of came out of necessity, not so much out of like making a rule, but like yeah. things like acting, you know, have, act, acting with, with sportsman-like you know, behavior when you're wearing a jersey, yeah. you know, when you're when you're representing the team, when watching your language, you watch your behavior, you're not you smoking, watch, you're not swearing, you know, you're doing things that like you treat people with respect, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and and what's cool about that too is I remember a long time ago, and I saw a video with me about this a long time ago. It said, you know, I think it was when I was speaking at the Capitol uh, years ago, and I said my biggest fear is that addict to athlete will grow too big and will compete with each other. And what's cool about that is we've grown big, yeah. but we're still competing together. Does that make sense? And to yeah. me, that just, that's one of the, the funniest things. Um, this next question um, uh, from James says, 
says, hey, coach, what are some of the most memorable things that uh, are on the lighter side of, of Team Attitude Athletes 10-year history that you can remember? What are the things that's made you laugh or look back and be like, wow, that was pretty amazing? The funny thing is about that is there's, 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 there's so many. I remember yeah. the first time I ran Pony Express with, uh, with Keith Carter and all the athletes, and I was not ever planning on running a 50-miler. It was not in my, in my plan. But after I made a promise to Keith, after stiffing him for a race, um, he chose that one. And I'm like, oh, crap, man. I didn't think about that exception clause, right? Yeah. Um, but the humor that we had out there, the it was it was the funnest experience because it was – none of us knew what the crap we were doing. We were just running in this, like, very long, straight line. Yeah, dirt road, dirt right? Road. And it was right when that stupid song, Gangnam Style, came out by Psy. Remember? Oh, yes. And – We'd be out there doing the Gangnam Style dance. It was me and Judy and Ginger and Keith and Keith's brother and Jed and Wade. And we were all out there and we were all just goofing off, just having an experience. Every one of the athletes ran that time. Jed ran the most miles he'd ever ran that day. Just pacing you guys. Yeah, I got yelled at by some ultra runner guru for trying to get my, my big fat Garmin watch to sync. And he's like, how far are you running? And I'm like, I'm running the 50. He's like, how long is it going to take you? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, good. You'll get there when you get there. Take that stupid thing off. You don't need it. <laughs> and I'm like, that was amazing advice. I remember looking at Keith being like, dude, what? Who, what? what? And he's just that? laughing. And it was funny because, you know, they kept telling us it's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. And, and it never was just around the corner, you know, but yeah. that was a fun experience for me because I accomplished something I never thought possible. And it was, dare I say, a client and an athlete um, that challenged me to do something. It's what, that's about the time I stopped being able to beat the athletes. Cause there for a while I had some superior athleticism yeah. and it, it died very fast then. Um, so I think that stands out to me. Uh, some of the funner things we've been able to do, you know, giving the, the chairs to the kids, the racing wheelchairs. Yeah. I, I loved, I mean, there's a lot, but I, years ago we did the, what is the, the relay, the cancer relay, the 24 hour oh, man. run. Yeah. Relay for life. Relay for life. Yeah. That's it. And so. Jeremy will remember I that. Have... Jeremy will remember relay for life. He's in the bathroom yeah. with one of the athletes and the athlete comes in screaming that. So we have, we, ha- I have a couple of personal friends who struggled with and fought cancer and I was able to run for them. That's the time I ran my furthest, which was a half marathon, but it's just on a 24 hour, um, 24 hour race on a high school track, they have music and food. And, you know, it's just, I love that because it's not like everyone's leaving you running by yourself for a while. There is a party all night and party all night. through the whole thing. And there's candles up and people are sleeping like, over. Yeah. It, it was just, I remember somebody bringing like all these chicken wings. That was, is that right? It was Judy. Was that who it was? It was like Judy. Yeah. One o'clock in the in morning. Fact, I and... think if I'm not mistaken, someone will have to correct me, but I'm thinking that was one of the first times Judy really came and invested in the thing. Cause I think oh. she's fairly new to the, the program. Then, yeah. You know? So yeah. God, that, that was fun. Yeah. That was, that was an awesome I time. I like those kind of, you know, that are a bigger social event than. Oh, just, and we we're all kind of stuck together. Huh? Huge into running yeah. really far and long and, but yeah, every a lot of people just had little trackers, and many of our athletes that was the first time they had ran a half marathon. A I lot remember of them Bruce Miller goal. being out there just like yeah. crushing it all night long. He pulled and he his daughter even, in a wagon. Walk, yeah, his he has a disabled daughter. Before we had these racing wheelchairs and these Hoyt things, that he just pulled in a wagon 
around yeah. the track. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. It was awesome. You know, and that was kind of a cool thing too, watching watching my my coworkers and you know my bosses for that matter get involved too. Like it was like I told you when I first started, I wanted to keep it a secret because I thought this is so cool that if everyone finds out that we're having these awesome experiences and that we're kind of doing things against the grain, mm-hmm. they might they make me stop. Yeah. You know, and and it wasn't because the case. it was so different and yeah. so new. Most people were not supportive. Yeah, you know, I, again, I remember talking about the anonymity part and stuff, and, and I remember being approached by a professional in Salt Lake who said, you know, hey, there's this new documentary coming out that's kind of saying the same thing you have, and it was called the Anonymous People. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking we even started before that, you <laughs> yeah. know, and so those 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 times are beautiful, but I've also had, had them almost, I'd say every experience, you know, from, from running our very first county to county, I had the idea that we could run, you know, when Addict Alley started, I have this little notebook floating around here. Cause you know, I have a few notebooks. He has a lot of notebooks. I have the notebook when Addict Alley first started and, okay. you know, I would, I would jot down all these ideas and stuff. And the ideas I had. He has a lot of little cartoons. In yeah. Them too. I draw on them. Artist. ADHD. But and I'll have to find it. Maybe I can post a picture of it on 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 Addict Athlete because it's his history. Mm-hmm. But I, I said list of things to do with the team as we got established. Yeah. And you know the first one was get some shirts made. Yeah. Remember those yellow and red shirts that oh. faded away with the first wash, and we got yellow so mad at the yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember getting like I want t-shirts. I want to do a 5k and I thought I want to I want to run from county line to county line. I have no idea why I thought this, but those were the three things. That was in one of your first ones? Yep, that we all wanted to do. Oh. And we made it all happen. Yeah. You know, the first time we ran county to county was mind-blowing because mm-hmm. we started way down there in uh Juab, you know, what is it Juab yeah, and the top of Juab County, Utah bottom county. of Utah County. Fox so. News comes out and films yeah. us. Right. Yeah. Moab uh-huh. or no Mona. Mona. Sorry. Mona, no. Utah. Yeah. Not go that far. And we were going to, and it just so happened that we could finish um, downtown Galvin Plaza where the um, USARA uh, run was going to be mm-hmm. held. And we timed it so that when we rolled in there, it would be, we would run in and then turn around and run their 5k, which before we started seemed like a great idea. Yeah. But oh my gosh, just all night. I rode my bike all the, I, I was on my bike the whole time with all the athletes. Because back then, no one had bikes but me. Yeah. And so I, I had to end up giving up the bike for a few years because everyone was running. And Jed still talks about the horror stories of, of seeing that blinking light. Oh, I remember yeah. Cody Harvey running until he threw up, you know, and we're <laughs> like, dude, maybe, maybe you that should, should be off, it. Um, I remember meeting Salt Lake chapter uh, at the, at the County line. And then we ran with them. I remember Jeff Smith telling me about his prison experience as we ran past the prison yeah. and the growth that he had. And well, me, I remember, yeah, me I remember asking that. him that, he yeah. was saying, you know, just looking out the window at the mountains and just dreaming of when he could get to the top. He didn't, he wasn't a hiker. He wasn't a runner. He wasn't a, you know, really outdoorsman. He was quote an addict criminal who was always in and out and on the street. And when he got out, he ran up to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him having that. And I remember we, we were just a little bit early, which is, uh, is kind of strange. And we all ran in to Gallivan Plaza. And when we ran in, 
we turned up the street where the race was to begin. And so all the people there waiting for, for you know, for the race to start and stuff, they started cheering for the athletes. Yeah. And someone over the, over the microphone said, this is team addict athlete. They've been running all night from Utah County. Let's, and it was, it was like, welcome oh my gosh, it was so loud. And I remember when we finished, everyone just kind of gathered. I, I, I hung back so I could film all the athletes go in and, they were all just hugging each other and some, some were crying and, and then they said, go. And we went and ran theirs with them. Um, but, oh my gosh, that was, that was powerful. You know, yeah. it put us in a position where we knew that we didn't have to be afraid of what, where we've been or who we were. Yeah. That was a, that was a, a big thing. Um, you know, I mean, I look at that kind of stuff and I'm like, you know, that was the same, same time the year before that, that um, I had my little chew out with, with Mr. Black when he, he stopped to tie mm-hmm. a shoe. And I'm like, what the freak are you doing? Um, all those things. I, I remember like, you know, that was a big, that was a big deal. But those are the three things. Our That's 5K, a, a county, a county run all and the way shirts. through the county and shirts, which is so strange. Um, I mean, now we've got that first 13 chapters in Utah, some out of Utah, one at the state prison. We have thousands of athletes that, you know, participate here and there and some that are very regular and an annual 5k and we do other big events, family events, fundraising events. Our very first 5k. I remember that was, that was over the top because I mean, do you, do you remember like yeah you know there there we are at the uh, the, uh, the highland Glen park and um on, on a whim i'm like we should get this sign made and i don't even know why but like let's get a sign made and give it to yeah. the mayor because we, we asked the mayor to start the race mm-hmm. and if i remember right we picked highland because that year in 2011 highland yes. had one of the highest it was 2012 2012 yeah. highland had one of the highest overdose races rate rates right. in the in the in the state or in the utah county anyway and um yeah, we went and we we did that, and uh, that race was phenomenal. That was a race that I had another experience mm-hmm. where right before we started, I noticed this guy walking around the the lake there, um, and that 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 park has gotten beautiful, you know, over these last ten years. But there was this guy walking around, and um, right before we started, he came over and asked if he could get his packet, and I'd found out that he'd been there, but he was nervous about coming to run because his daughter had overdosed and he didn't know what this would be. He didn't know if he'd be judged or if it would be challenging for him, but uh, he like had the courage once he started seeing everybody, you know, letting the balloons go go and stuff. And we had our moment of silence at the beginning. That's when he came over and man, I wish, I wish now I would have known stuff that I know now back then. So I could have like, you know, pulled him in a little bit more, but for me, it was, it was, everything was so new. Right. And we had to get this race started and stuff, but man, that was, that was powerful. Yeah. No, I think Jeff Smith won that race, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know. I think he did. Have. Yeah. I remember yeah. Don Hutchings one of the first time he ran in like boots, which is yeah, weird. Work boots. Yeah. I'm like, who'd have thought? Um, but you know, just holy cow, all these years later, you yeah. know. We've got we've had basketball teams, softball teams, um teams for bowling, like in a bowling league. Um, <laughs> you know, we have a softball team this this season again who plays on thursday nights and you know the the public rec 
We don't have them play in silver softball because we want to have them. That's part of our basic goal is to be able to change the public's perception of what an addict is, what addiction is, and what somebody in recovery can do. And we can't do that staying in the same, same group of people. So we participate in, you know, public races and we participate in, you know, a community-based softball league and how do you feel that's about how we that? teach because I, I remember i love it a lot of people ask us about that and it's not that we have anything against the sober leagues i think they're fantastic yeah they're and fan- they do great. great and they are so needed um but for what we wanted to do it was to get back into that m- mindset of like you're not a special case you can play yeah. and be with well and again all of us have mainstream. to learn how to yeah, participate mainstream in life, no matter what. Do you remember what, what happened? And that though? helps. That's it, how we teach. Do you remember what happened? Like, there's so many cool things that happened there because we were in that mainstream league. There were times when over the PA system they'd say, "Addicts take the field." Yeah, and addicts, um, field four. I think Carly was one of the first ones to go up there and tell them that they're not addicts. Please say our full name. Yeah. That's not who we are. And again, something that they just want, we have a really long, I don't think it was anything to be mean. No, I think it was, we have a really long name. And so they were just like, Hey, addicts on field four. And it was like, no, this is a teaching opportunity. This is how we teach. And if I remember right, the people have always, you know, apologized and like, Oh, I understand. I see why that's important to you, which then becomes important to them. And it teaches them to be more understanding, to be more open and empathetic to other people. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, yeah, like other teams, like mocking us until they found out really who we were. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, as they're going down the lines, giving each other high fives and pats on the behinds, they're, they're mm-hmm. saying, hey, sorry, we didn't know. Yeah. Teaching moments. I remember uh, a, an ump uh-huh. that was talking crazy to one of our, our athletes. Yeah. Um, and we had, to, we had to go all the way to the city on that one because yeah. it was inappropriate. And it was kind of like, to me, I'm thinking they put themselves out there to be vulnerable. Absolutely. You know, and that's what it's all about. And I love it, the fact that we stunk. You know, I mean, this is because yeah. we don't know what we're doing. We're out there to have fun. Well, that's it. That A lot of our athletes haven't done things like that. They're just getting clean and finding out who they are. And that's part of it. We're like, try something, try something new, try anything, get involved. You know, don't feel bad if you've never thrown a softball. Yeah. Just come and play and get involved. Absolutely. Or if you used to play high school and you were like, you know, the, all-star player at your high school team come and teach this guy who's never thrown a ball yeah and we do it together we do it and together. that's what makes it so special and so amazing yeah you know? you know and the cool thing about it too is well we've i don't know we've grown immensely i think this team i mean the stuff we've been through we've been through happy times sad times mm-hmm. you know losing athletes um good grief man I remember the first time when we, we lost an athlete, uh, Brittany Hurdle. Mm-hmm. Um, that was right at the beginning of like the the the, the heavy opiate epidemic yeah. beginning. Um, and my gosh, like you know, who'd have thought of the, yeah. the, the we've got so many now. Yeah. But the cool part about it is, is with the uh, with the responsibility of now being a proxy runner for those that have lost the battle, taken the knee. Yeah, it helps put us in a mindset of of not, you know, to remembering them. 
you know, they, they deserve to be remembered too. And that's absolutely you know, it's not the way that. And if you have a family member or a friend or a loved one that has lost the battle, please let us know. Let us, when we do these races, we ran for a few last week in our break the cycle relay. Yes, we did. But also join us every September. We do a 5k. We will be doing another one this year. Um, I think we're hoping to maybe do it in Highland Glen. We should have our registration open soon, but we will be offering a virtual race where you can do it anywhere you're at. You can join with us to run for your loved one. Yeah. To, to run continue to share and honor them. Um, I loved it. We have Vinny from California who found yeah. us last year on, on Instagram and he wanted to run for his recovery. He had just hit three years and he found out about our race. And last year we weren't able to meet together. He got over 30 family and friends met at a high school track and they all ran to celebrate him. Yeah. And I can only imagine what that felt like for him. Incredible for him because he recognizes the relationships that he almost lost, the relationships that he sacrificed for years to his addiction, to his lying, to his manipulation, and the work he's put in, but also the grace and the forgiveness his family has put in and the support they've given him to get where he's at. Yep. That, that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. That's what that very first 5K was 10 years ago. It was, you know, and it was funny because I kind of held back. I didn't know my place back then. And so I didn't mingle a lot with the athletes that day. You know, I just kind of like stayed back because I'm like, I don't know where, where I am, what, what my role is here yet. And the funny thing about that too is, is watching them come in and having like this, this cheer, this crowds, people cheering for them, not yeah. knowing that they have these addiction, but they, they looked at them as athletes, yep. you know, and that's what I wanted. Um, I've got to, I've got to thank the running community. Yeah. I mean, they've accepted them, you know, the, the Wasatch Wranglers and, yeah. and the, you know, the, the trail and pavement crew and all these guys, they've, They've John Bozong and John the ultra, Bozong, you know, yeah. his race and his, you know, the ultra running community, but also just the regular running community, the, the guys that just go out and do a 5k that, yeah. you know, yeah, Brian and, and Brian Beckstead and ultra. Yeah. I mean, they've ultra just has supported us for 10 years. Yeah, they, Funny enough, we're almost the same age at ultra and, and yes. athlete, which is funny. We're just a couple months behind. But this, the funny thing about it all is, you know, it's, I got to thank the communities, you know, the you know, law enforcement. Holy oh, cow, man. Had like tons of support from law enforcement, from adult probation and parole judges, judges and courts. Yeah. And, you know, that people see the benefit that it's helping, that it's not just, okay, let's just incarcerate and let's just be, you know, behavior modification, but like, wow, this is helping. And so they've let athletes, you know, stay out later if they have a curfew, if they're participating with the team, they allow them to count our meetings as some of their required, you know, community support meetings and not just the 12 step meetings. They've, they support it. I, in fact, we have, we have a lot of Facebook pages. The home base is our big one for anyone, but then we have the local chapters pages mm -hmm. and I have questions on them when they come in. How did you hear about addict to athlete? And I get the best array. Some it's, I found you and I Google searched on, you know, on the internet. Some, my judge told me about you, my <laughs> probation officer, my therapist, um, I heard about you in treatment. I, you know, I, I love there for a while. They're like, I saw you on TV in a commercial. We're like, 
what? Oh yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. And really? wasn't that was that the KSL? I don't know. I don't BYU? know. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but yeah. Yeah, because even my grandma's like, hey, hey Blue, I just saw you on TV. Yep. And we were like, what? What, what? was that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Sweet. Where's my royalties, right? <laughs> Great. You know, it's hard to put your finger on just one thing. And, you know, although Addict to Athlete will never be what it was when we first started, it can be more mm-hmm. tomorrow and, and the years coming because and all we're not that, going anywhere. And all of that comes into play with you, the athlete, anyone that wants to get involved in what you put in, what you're willing to invest and help and be part of, you help make the team, Yeah, you know? It is. I've said that from day one. This is not my team. Mm-hmm. You know, I may have thought of the idea, but this is your team. And I love it when our coaches um, really kind of lean into that, that they'll use us for support, but they'll know that they are the coach of their team. Yeah. yeah like our St. George team, they're doing like pickleball every week. Yeah. Like a lot of us, we have a workout or a run and they do pickleball. Fantastic. In fact, sometimes I'm like, I want to learn how to play pickleball. Yeah. Why are you we enter, doing this other? You enter CrossFit. CrossFitting, man. Yeah, Coach James huge. gets them on, down doing their, their work. And, yep. you know, and, uh, you know, speaking yeah. of that. If Iron you guys, County, they're huge into softball. They, in fact, yeah. yeah, I think they just won their tournament this last. I mean, yeah, it's what the athletes that are in the group want to be a part of. We want to help support and we do our best to find you know, sponsors and donations and, and support to get them involved in whatever sport or event they want to do. It's not just running here. And more impactful is that it's for your family. It's not just for you. The minor league is a huge part of this. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as, as things start to loosen up, we're going to be doing more stuff with the minor league. And I don't know, it's, it's grown into this very amazing experience and it's a privilege to be a part of it, you know, yeah. and as we grow, all it's going to do is make it easier for the, the community at large to be part of something great, you know, and mm-hmm. I still think that we hold very true to our core values that we've set for ourselves. And, yeah. you know, we have some it, core philosophy man. that we, we really support and encourage to <laughs> keep going because we believe in it. We've seen it work and yeah. we know it's helpful. You know, it's funny too. I was talking to somebody. Oh, it was the other day when I bumped into Mikey and we were talking about yeah. it. And he's like, Blue, I see you everywhere. And I'm like, dude, reach out, man. What do you mean? You know, and it's funny because like, you know, it is. We're, we're you know, you've pushed up our, our social media, you know, and, mm-hmm. and our reach and whatnot. Um, but athletes post your stuff. Kevin, Kevin Cox made this awesome video oh, yeah. for the the last relay we just did. It's fun. Post your things, get it out there. It doesn't have to just come from. And Coach that's it. Blue we are more than just runners. Like yeah. Kevin Cox is an amazing runner. I he think loves he just trail kind of running. Started like and then all of a sudden camera. he's like, I really want to start doing photography. And he's, he's good at it. Really, really good. He's got an amazing but eye. Now he's like doing photography and video and, you know, like we do have an addict to artist program. We mm-hmm. have an active one in Elko, Nevada, and we have the Facebook page. Cause we don't have the active group here right now, but get on there and post some things that you're creating, post what you're doing, post, you know, share and tag us in maybe a way that you know, we've inspired you or our athletes or things you've learned. We would love to hear that. Love it. Absolutely. It's about, uh, it's about growth. It's about humility. It's about trust. It's about grit, perseverance, all that stuff. And, you know, I, I think capstoning a lot of this kind of stuff 
it's also about, you know, the end of the year when we get to turn our attention into the less fortunate and the project elf. I mean, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we haven't Terry even talked Sawyer, about that. We, Terry Sawyer helped we do so us much service. get involved there. And my gosh, like, it's funny. We always say we're only going to take X amount of uh, applications yeah. and then like clockwork, we get more because that's where the yeah. need's at. And, you know, I mean, 50 plus <sighs> the last few years of kids that kids. we have helped and we don't provide just a few Chris, a few Christmas presents. We provide the whole Christmas yeah. as well. You know, like the basic needs, toys, fun stuff, stocking, candy, like, and those come from donations. donations They've come sponsors. from sponsors. Those come from family, friends, and, and, yeah. and addicts, volunteers that help friends. collect stuff, volunteers that help yeah. me, you know, organize and coordinate. And, you know, it's a huge huge endeavor and and that's just one piece of the service that that the team provides and is part of that was one of those things too that i never really thought would i mean i remember when it started in the group team at athlete it just started and in my therapy group um i asked i just on the blue i asked a question who in here is nervous about christmas Mm -hmm. and a couple of them raised their hands and i'm like we have enough people here to help you what do you need and that's where it started when Terry mm-hmm. Sawyer came on board and we found out she had her, her you know, Santa's, uh, Santa's elves project elf that she'd been, doing, she'd been doing and we joined forces. Oh man. Yeah, and then she enormous. got to the point where she got so busy that she just said, Hey, I'm giving you this, this baby here. Yeah. Um, and I hope we've done it well. I yeah. hope that we've you know, been able to keep I it going, so. which is kind of interesting to talk about the beginning of summer, but that's just more of what the athletes do. Right. Yeah. So the the last question before we get off of here is what's coming next. And I think we talked a little bit about that, right? About the online programs and whatnot. Yes. Um, but chapter expansions, you guys yes. are going to have teams all over and, you know, we, we keep growing. I just got an email today from somebody in Oregon that's interested. And, you know, we w- this isn't something we want to keep quiet in just Utah County. Nope. Like we have training, we have support. And we have a playbook. Yep. The more sponsors and donations that we can get for our podcast from Patreon, from you, the individual to help us with these five Ks and fundraisers, the more we can do and the bigger we can expand to be able to provide support for everyone. It would take us hours to go into how much we've done from, from purchasing headstones for, for people who, yeah. who didn't have them to, you know, sponsorships and races, shoes, um, yeah. you know, we've bought in lots of groceries, shoes, groceries. I mean, you know, I mean, we've helped pay rent. rent. We've paid, you know, mm-hmm. that's another reason we haven't been paid in <laughs> as a job because we get donations and then there's a bigger need. And yep. so we, you know, the need is, is necessary. The need is great. And, and so is the support and you know, school supplies. If all you're willing stuff, to man. donate, just, if you're willing at... to become a patron, please. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's needed. I, I love the donate. Patreon thing just because I feel like you're getting something in return. And mm-hmm. that's, that's to me, like one of the beautiful parts of what that is. It's yeah. like, we're not, donations are great, but, but Patreon also gives you something in return where I feel like it's, it's exclusive. And we're going to be doing some more stuff with the Patreon group um, here shortly, but yeah, you know, um, which is weird because you remember our very first Giving Tuesday, we tried to get involved with, um, we didn't realize that you needed to really kind of boast about yourself. Yeah. And you needed to say things that you have done and and all kinds of stuff. And we've never really operated like that because it's weird. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, look like at us. Weird thing. 
I get why they want it, but like, you know, we do so much stuff with you and the team and, and the support that you guys offer that when we first had to start talking about Project Elf and, you know, the other things, yeah. you know. The, the, well, it felt man, weird because it, it felt like that we were only saying it for, you know. Look at us. Everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, Look what, what we've done. And that's, that's not it. But not I guess, we are, you know, but... we, we're learning that that's what you have to do to get people to give more is to recognize that you're utilizing what you have well, and, yeah. or to just see what, you know, the impact we're making. And we're making a huge impact um, with a very small budget. And again, that's because of, that's, there's that so much 100% more because of the volunteers. volunteers. If it wasn't for them, this would be a very small organization and probably just a hobby. Yeah. So athletes, that's 10 years. I look forward to having this weekend as we celebrate together. We're having a get together in Provo, Utah. Um, we'll probably broadcast some of that live because unbeknownst to some of the athletes and I'll keep it a secret. Um, I fully intend on, on awarding several athletes that have had incredible service over the last 10 years and, and sometimes, you know, less than or, or more than. Mm -hmm. Um, some special awards and prizes. We didn't get to do our year in review, although this won't take over for that. Um, I've got some things up my sleeve that I'm going to present to several athletes throughout the state and throughout the, the country, so to speak, um, yeah. of a few uh, items of recognition. And so I would definitely tune in. We're going to be having some games, probably some volleyball stuff, tournaments, um, some food, some fun. Um, and we're going to talk about and, and just be a team together. So if uh, you want to be a part of that, you're in the yeah. local area, we'll follow our Facebook posts, social yeah. media, you'll get find on out where our we're at. Web, our website. Yeah, if you, you know, you want to donate, but you want to get something in return, we have amazing, amazing gear on our, in our team store, addictathlete.org or .com. Click the team store and, you know, the proceeds come to help the nonprofit, but you get something cool and something to show yeah. off in return. Absolutely. I want to thank Radio Ronan and the Radio Ronan Network for hosting Team Addict to Athletes podcast on the platform. Go listen to their, their, uh, they're awesome. They got great podcasts. I'm, I'm in love with uh, Greg's Guide to New Music. I, it is, it is awesome. Cool. Uh, again, Sensei KP and in personal development, he's on there. Yep. The New Day podcast. There's so many good ones. And of course, Radio Ronan, the flagship um, go check out that with, with, uh, with Josh Hansen, who is a great friend of mine. Yeah. I don't know if you've been listening, but Josh and I have this funny little dialogue going yeah. right now. So our public page, Josh and <laughs> Blue have these, well, they're good. They're very thought provoking messages that they're yep. sending to each other. We're inviting, we're open. inviting you, the listeners and the viewers of this to, uh, feel some of the messages that we're talking about. And if you would it's like to, we will be tackling a 100 mile run in 2022 so start training now we're going to be giving you guys more information so keep up yeah. on the videos you'll hear yeah. josh and i we're hoping to get them all onto youtube too so you can catch them there you don't have to go back through the feed and find them yeah absolutely they're they're all there right now so go check them out but nonetheless athletes i want to thank each and every one of you for giving us 10 years of service um yeah. it's humbling to know that when we first started this we had a handful and now we have thousands um yeah. even i mean those of you i know there's people out there who just listen to our podcast like leave us a review let us know that you're listening we you know let alone every download and listen helps us too and we're grateful for that but we want to know that mm -hmm. what we're saying is helpful or not yeah <laughs> you know give us your your input please yeah and uh i really want to think I want to thank my family because without Marissa and my daughter Brooklyn and my daughter Savannah, which some of you know because of the podcast, my son Boston and my son Camden, 
if it wasn't for their support, none of this would happen. Some of you know that I said this a long time ago, that if it ever interfered with my family, I would have to stop. Um, they've, they've graciously allowed us, Marissa and I, to do this. And they themselves have been a huge part of this. But it was never to replace the time and the energy spent with them. The most beautiful aspect of Team Addict to Athlete was that my family got to learn alongside with each of you. You know, yeah. they've, they've seen some of your triumphs and they've seen some of the failures and they've seen some of the happiness and they've seen some of the sadness. I mean, Brooklyn was in the car when I received the news that Carly had passed. So we get to use in real time your lessons. Team Addict to Athlete has helped raise my family. It's kind of an interesting thing when you look at it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, that's all Camden knows. He was one. Yesterday. So. Camden went out for the Hershey's uh, track Hershey meet, track. and he was looking for his Addict to Athlete t-shirt because he wanted to represent the team and bring people to the team. I'm like, dude, you're running with a bunch of elementary school <laughs> kids. Graders. If they need I, help from Addict to Athlete, we're in trouble. <laughs> but that's, you guys, that's where... Because um, he knows it helps more than yeah. just the adults. He knows. Um, so I want to thank you athletes for allowing my family to be a part of your journey too. If it wasn't for them, none of this would be happening. I need you all to understand that. Um, and they've always, they've always been willing to uh, lend me to be your coach and to lend their mom to be your athletic director. And that's why, you know, we are so prone to having family systems heal together through this. Um, you've definitely helped mine and I hope that we've helped yours. And we'll continue to do this uh, more, more now than ever. Um, each time we've had a hard time or we've we thought it's time to throw in the towel, we just keep going. And that's what we do. That's it's about it's about moving on to the horizon and when we reach it, moving on to the next one. Yeah. I hope to see you guys this weekend. Please share this podcast with anyone who needs it. Athletes, um, happy anniversary, happy birthday team added to athlete, ten years, two thousand eleven to two thousand twenty twenty-one. Um incredible. Thank you so much. Until next time, open your mess into a message.